Game time. Let's go. Get out. 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 What the fuck is up? It's Ollie Courtney here with this cunt and this cunt. We're in Harry's house right now, written to nothing but thieves and fucking cunt with tattoos. Whoa, 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 we'll be whoa, here whoa. today <laughs> eating Pringles and sucking cock. Fucking <laughs> strapping. It's going to be a spunky fucking ride. Sucking. We're going to rock out with calculations. So, welcome guys. Welcome back to another episode, as you said, of Breeze Podcast. It's good to see you guys back today. In this episode, we will be doing something crazy. We're going to be talking to something. Epic, lit, lit, epic. So, the circle of life. Uh, yes, literally. As you may or may not be aware, by looking, it's my friend Cameron right here. <laughs> Did he punch the baby? I felt a kick. He's pregnant. <laughs> he is pregnant, but it's kicking because it smells vape on your breath. The question we have is those poppers on your breath. <laughs> The question we have in this episode, and we're going to be getting to the bottom of this in today's episode, uh, is who is the father? Is it me, Harris Nance, or is it Dragon? So, me. is it Jason Dragon, or is it, <laughs> or is it Harrison Ellis? You know, me, Cam, what, what do you is, think? Is who do you it think it is? Sex Tentacion? Is it Ben Mills? You know, <laughs> who do you think I it is, Cam? I'm like, least look at my hair now. Why is that? Is that a pregnancy sort of side effect? Or? What, that you become ginger? Yeah. <laughs> so, firstly, I want to ask you, Cam, you know, y- you had a good time with me and Dragon in very short spaces of time. So, what's it your was... thoughts on that? And why do you, th- who do you think is the, they were the abs- pregnant? Absolutely shagadelic, baby. As we know from, the la- from two episodes ago now, that... Harry had a massive schlong from birth, or so the doctor said, or so Harry said. Um, Dr. Cotty. Ollie is obviously going to town on people in Brighton with a massive trench gun. You're not wrong, <laughs> you're not wrong. I, I did, if I can be completely truthful for the record, I planted the seed. And I'm watching the flower grow it's into a, a that's what I'm saying. beautiful tulip. It's a very de- it's saying some very degenerate thing, so it must be obvious. See, I yeah. <laughs> see. I think you know. I, I feel the same as you, and I was only a day after you. So, mm. firstly, Cam, Don't what do are you doing, you massive slag? But secondly, <laughs> you know, it's something we need to do a DNA test, of course. And before you question any further. Down here with me, I actually do have the results to the DNA test. Now, while so you're you're basically like the presenter and the contestant at the same time. <laughs> exactly, my friend. Exactly. We don't need the results. I just need to look into his eyes and see. The I'll take that baby out to the fucking umbilical cord. I'll, give it a quick you, look. Oh no! If if you're serious about being the dad, then each of you should have to sing me a song to um prove your heartfeltness. I'll sing to the baby. Yes, come sing yeah. to the baby. When it's born, I will grace its ears with my... I need to hear voice. it. I need to hear it. <laughs> what, what, what are you going to sing? What are you going to sing the baby? Hello, baby. Hello. I think sicko mode is appropriate. Um, I'm going to sing... She too got for me. She too got for me. <laughs> yeah, she too got for me. Oh, I don't know the rest of the Oh, that's what... We already did that, Cam. <laughs> How do you expect the baby to be here? Oh, that's a child. Know. And we now already you, pushed now the you, baby. Ollie, you gotta tell the baby. You gotta sing the baby. <coughs> sing it a bit of hound dog or something. I'd rather just reach up and give it a high five. I mean, reach up with, with your penis. Or <laughs> I can. I think it's viewing time. Bend over. Oh. I'll give him a little, oh, a little you, wave. Uh, give me this this is a family friendly show. <laughs> This is a family-friendly show, so this we is don't gone. go... This is so out of pocket. <laughs> I think, I think <laughs> we just edit 
every every fucking word of this out. <laughs> the same, I love how we left Ollie's house on Ollie's tacos. Remember, things are on the internet forever. <laughs> uh, no, listen. <clears throat> Before I reveal the results, new. I haven't seen the results either myself, so it'll be new to me, new to everyone. Before I reveal the results, I just need to know, you know... The perspective. So I'll tell you know the story of how me and Cam consummated. Then I want to hear yours. Oh, so to start with, <coughs> excuse me. To start with, <coughs> I said to Cam before we you know anything happened. I said, listen, Cam. You know I like you, and you know I, I don't, I'm not one to want to be messed around and that sort of thing. So I said, so listen, if you are you know only kind of looking for a one time thing, or you're kind of going about doing this often, just it's fine. But, like, just let me know because, you know, I, I want to know where I stand. And he said, no, no, you're the only one for me. It's only you forever, always only you. And I said, okay, I, I believe you. I, I saw this sincerity in his eyes and I believed him. Then later, you know, we had, well, we had an amazing sensual experience. You know, sensual seduction by Snoop Dogg's playing in the background. It was amazing and uh, probably one of the best experiences of my life. Now... I was thinking about that for weeks after, thinking, I can't believe I'm so special that only I can experience such a experience with this man. Later, obviously, you know, when the pregnancy occurred, I said, oh, I'm a father, I'm going to be a father. And then I remember you saying, wait, well, hold your horses a minute because, you know, I'm... Yeah, I'm really sorry, but you, you said, I'm really sorry, but, you know, the day before I did actually do the exact same thing with Dragon over mm. there. So, you know, this is more of like this an was, intervention this all happened than in anything. Bournemouth. Yes, it happened in Beehole. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, oh, that's not how babies made. So, quite frankly, Cam, I am disappointed. You'd think you would know. I am distraught. I am, I am, I am, what's the word? Flabbergasted with you for, for, for the lies, for the deceit. But um, that's the way I see it. And Ollie, you know, Dragon, sorry. I don't know who was Ollie. Yeah. Dragon. Oh, stranger. You know, how yes. did you see it? Was it similar to me or was it more of just a shag? It wasn't. I, I was came it? to his door. Say, I can remember it like it was yesterday. Mm. I came to his door. I had a dandelion in my teeth. Oh. I was clutching a dandelion in my teeth. I came to his door and said, I don't like you. I am looking to mess around. Please. And he just gave me a cheeky little nod. Took me by the hand, walked this me to his bedroom, which was <laughs> his bed. Gently, dusted with rose petals. I lie down. He takes me. I'm a man. He is a Beast. man. A travelling street whore. <laughs> and we made sweet love for fourteen hours. When the sun rose, I was a new man, and a new man had been created. Well, within Cameron. Well, that's the question, though. Has the new man been created or was that day later with me? There is certainty in my eyes. And then... Both I can of, smell it. There's certainty and in my then, eyes. I can, I can hear it. And then the oh. third day, both of you were inside me. It was a double penetration. <laughs> <laughs> no, right, no, no. No. <laughs> right, no. <laughs> this, uh, I don't know what he's talking about. This is the most out-of-pocket joke ever. Now, really I'm going to, to go into the kitchen and I'm going to get... The DNA test results. Now I'm shaking on this. Look at my hand. Like I, I am scared, because, because I, you know, I want it to be me at the end of the day. Because I, like, I've been looking forward to this. You know, Cam is the love of my life at the end of the day, and I can overlook the fact that he love likes me about you. But it was the day before, so it wasn't cheating. Because we happened the day after. If anything, was cheating on you. Mm. So, you know, I, I can overlook the, the lies, the deceit. You know, in time, and I think a baby will obviously really help that. So yeah, without further ado, I will get. We're, we're going to quickly cut away. Oh guys, so this is the segment where Cam is off his face and he's passed out, and we're going to fuck with him because it's funny, but we love him really. Item number one is the Xbox 360 controller. Okay, we got number one done. Ketchup. And if you guys can't tell, there's a cock on his forehead. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Cam's bag right here. Let's go. Thank <laughs> you. 
Just checking you're alright mate, don't worry. That's what, that's what she said. Oh, so that's, that's so bold. <laughs> that's, uh, what are you, Dr. Freeze? I'm Dr. D... Anyway, so... <laughs> you're Dr. Dickens. Dr. Dickum down. Dr. Dickens, like... Dr. Dickum up. Anyway, <laughs> we need to stop this. <laughs> so, here we have the DNA test results. I'm... So scared right now. Oh, yes, I know I'm wearing glasses. I thought, you know, I've got to see the results, you know, my eyes sign and everything. So, well, before I open it, do you really think it's yours or do you think it's mine? I think it's mine. I really believe that it is mine. There is nothing, there is nothing but certainty in my mind that, that baby is made of me. It's got long schlong silver's blood mm. pumping through it. Yeah. That's his middle name. <laughs> <laughs> A boobie <laughs> okay. So I can't see these glasses. We, we should do like a jig where then swaps and Ollie's pregnant. You you go go like <laughs> it'll be like on um um always sunny in Philadelphia where they're doing the um it's like the deleted episode where they do the lethal weapons. Yeah, where, where they keep changing blackface. Oh yeah, just be changing pregnant. Okay, so Ollie, you better not be texting no hoes about the pregnancy because this is confidential for now. I only have one man. So here it reads: I do declare, I solemn, I solemnly I swear, what I say is the truth and nothing but the truth. So help me God. So help my. So help my ass, God. Um, N-W-A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it says, you know, um, if you don't need a TV license or the property is unoccupied, please let us know. And we'll add our records. Um, I think that was from something else, I don't know. So, by the grace of uh, Janine Hoswell. By the, by the grace of Janine Hoswell. I know Janine. She's a real straight shooter. She knows what she's doing. Okay, well, that's good to know we're in good hands then. Yes. My Just nipples like I was... are very, um, lactate. <laughs> <laughs> no? Um, are you sore? Bang, you cut. <laughs> right, we're, we're delaying. Oh, we're, we, we need the answers oh, here. It's oh. unreal. Okay, are you ready? I'm scared, man. Oh, it's upside down. Oh, wow. Oh, Cam, you are... I, I don't think I can look at you in the same way anymore, honestly. I want it to be yours! No, Cam. Cam, is there anything you haven't told us? Be honest. Be honest now, because I'm going to know if you're lying. It might be Condell Dingles. Well, it says here, this baby was consummated on the <laughs> 20... Consummated? 29th. <laughs> the 29th of... First seed, 2037. <laughs> now, in Minecraft. Yeah, yeah. So Don't that was the day after world. me and two days after Ollie. So there must have been a third man. So just... No! Te no, tell us the truth. No! Look what you've done. Look what no! you've done to Dragon. It's locked. Look what you've done to Dragon, honestly. Cat. No, no, Ollie, it's okay. It's okay. I I'm in the same boat, my friends. I... I <laughs> So, Cam, I need the truth now. No lies. Well, I feel the baby coming out, and you all know who the father is. No, we don't. We don't know who the father is. We need the truth. No, this. You're lying. You're lying. He's potentially like have a heart attack. So, um, you get out or get away with it. Who's, who's the he baby boy? The oh shit! The, what? The frog's the father. No, it's Pam. This is Wait, the baby. Let me have a look at this. This is the baby. It's the baby. So Cam very unconvincingly is saying this is his baby and giving birth. And if this is a frog, oh, you, you bastard! Oh, you, you bastard! 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 
No, he fucked Graggle, didn't he? Fucking whore. He fucked Graggle Simpson. <laughs> and everything, I gave a PowerPoint and everything, and he... Uh, bro, this has got many layers. This is like a cinematic universe, the, the BCU, the Blue Cinematic Universe. I was doing that PowerPoint on Graggle um, last week, because it will be a week when it comes out, and wait what no last week for real and um and basically Cam remember what he was saying he was going it's it's not real Graggle never existed this and that because he was trying to distance himself from the truth the fact out. that Graggle is the fucking father my he's a reddit creation that was a high highly just insulting to me I remember him he looks like he sells fake Vaseline Graggle killed John Kennedy Graggle did 9-11 you know <laughs> I mean I can vouch over there I watched him do it let my baby let my baby speak Graggle and the first it'll, words. It'll just be Luke Christian's voice saying something really out of pocket. Judge <laughs> did it wrong, man. The judge did it wrong. No, you need <laughs> I don't know how to move on from here, honestly. I will give you <laughs> Pringles if you cut this entire sequence from I'll history. don't worry, I'm not hungry. <laughs> so, well, the, la- the thing I'll. Uh, I mean, the final thing to say about that is. Graham. Cam is a decepting. He's a deceptor. He is a saboteur. <laughs> he is a slag. Fault. He is a. I'm part of the prank patrol. He is. He's a prank man. patrol. You think he's a certain way. You get to know him, and you realise he is actually just an evil, evil human being. So, I think we're just gonna have to leave it there because I am. I'm. I'm sad. I just don't think I can think about it anymore because I'm trying to hold back the tears at this point. And I, I can't Look into the window of my mind. What have you done today to make you feel proud? I can't get a copyright strike again, Cam, please. <laughs> so, with that out of the way, I'll try and forget about it. To hold back those tears, we're going to have to just move on. Now, Age of Quando. Cue, cue the, uh, the game show music. Dum, dum. Do, 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 do. No, that's diagnosis murder. Right. Yeehaw. No, you went dun 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 Look, we've got, a, we've got an audience now. Pushing peanut. Now, don't look at him, he'll, he's weird. He's got accuracy and stuff. You must lady in the tramp me a Pringle into my mouth. Alright, <laughs> no, I actually have a debate question. Can we go back, back to normal... Can we go yeah. back to normal breeze? Okay, the, uh, the, uh, we need to step it back The, the comedy skit is over now. I have a, a genuine debate Complex. question. Okay? That's the longest intro we've ever what done. comedy is that? It's just bullshit for like 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the longest intro we've ever done. Like, how long was that hey, Was that the intro? 20, Welcome everybody. 21 minutes. So, welcome everybody back to Breeze Podcast, nah, really the more fair. normal episode. No, no, okay, my, my genuine question for you guys is a, is a debate question. Um, you heard they want to take the baby off of levity because he said some homosexual things. Not No, anti Yeah, he said the whole, like, um, I don't even know what he said, like, like gay people or something on stage. Yeah. It didn't even really make much sense when I listened to it. I was like, what, what are you saying? He's probably, like, not even sober, so... To be fair, he's not like, a good person. Though. He's in mur- he's murdered people. A lot of rappers of like they do say stuff that's allegedly very allegedly say things that are obviously clearly. Oh, I have a question for you guys. It's not a question, but did you see recently? You know, you know, there's that guy. He's like quite famous in America. I'm not sure what he's famous for, but he's like got no hair and he's like a comedian. He's, he's got like Howie Howie or something like that. Howie Mendel or something. He recently posted a video on TikTok oh. of an, abs- an, an actual prolapsed anus. Did you see it? No. So he fully posts a graphic picture of a prolapsed anus, and he makes a joke. He's like, he's on the green screen thing of the of the TikTok app, and he's like, he's like, can someone tell me is this COVID related, and if so, what are we gonna do about it? And I'll oh, see the whole video. God. And like, it got removed, but like, those people were like duetting it and just like it, it made this massive thing. And the, it's funny because, like, apparently he's really scared to get himself cancelled, but then he did that. It's really weird. So you guys didn't see that? What the fuck? No. That's so I'll show you guys. So, <laughs> I've not actually seen the anus. I mean, if he was curious, one Google search would tell you that your anus isn't going to turn inside out if you get COVID. Well, that's a joke, isn't it? Oh, it was a joke? Yeah, it was like... Yeah. I thought it was like actual concern. <laughs> no. no. People are doing a, web, a WebMD and like <laughs> actually get medical advice on Twitter about a prolapsed anus. Oh, fuck off. Howie prolapsed anus. 
It'd be better to be able to fly than to be able to be invisible. What? People should be allowed to go barefoot anywhere they want. What are you talking about? People shouldn't have to go to school on their birthdays. Oh, are you doing a Martin Luther King speech? <laughs> that's, a, that's an interesting speech. We should legalise human cloning. No, we shouldn't. We really fucking should. If I had the choice, I'd have like eight of them. I'd have like eight of me, but I'd make them with slightly like lower IQ, which isn't high anyway. So then I'd have them, I'd just be like, Alright, you go do my ironing, you wash my clothes. And then if they do good, they can have like a Pringle at the end of the day. Yeah, but you know, when you clone someone, they don't, they don't come out just like you. They grow as a fetus and then they grow up. Yeah, but they grow up like really quick, don't they? Nah, that's Star Wars, mate. That's not real. That's the clones in Star Wars. It's not accelerated. Like, it's, it's, you can, the technology's there. You fully can clone the cells, and then you can, you can um, inseminate your clone into a woman, and she will give birth to you. But it will still have to grow up from a kid. No, and the thing is, the thing is, is if you take the stem cells of a baby and clone that, then when it's born, it will be a baby. If you take the stem cells of a fully grown person. They are oh, the cat. age you are, so then the yeah, baby, will, its that. age will be really messed up, and maybe you'll have a baby that kind of looks like you. That sounds awful and just unethical and really sad. Not much about this is ethical. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, but like, if it thing is though, if you let's say you clone the, the whatever and you yourself and you grew, the baby grew and you grew it up yourself, baby grew. <laughs> <laughs> it would, the thing is, it would live a different life to you and it'd go through different experiences. So I don't think it would look like you. It'd grow up looking slightly different because a lot of your experiences in your life is what shapes how you look. But that, you're forgetting so the cardinal like rule of yeah, cloning. It would, it would if you have a clone, you have to brand its face. That's like, so say you've just had your first clone. You get a hot number one and you brand number one. You can't have clones looking like you walking around. That is just asking for trouble. You need to have numbered clones in an organised system. Or hmm. shit gets bad. Yeah. I know this from That's a vast experience of clones. Of clone grass. Yes. Yeah. Guy Lewis from Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Mm. Guy Lewis. Who? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you just said Guy Lewis from Clone Wars. I said Star Wars: The Clone Wars. I know this from Star Wars. So, speaking of um, like freaks of nature and everything, how about? You know they make these really lifelike sex dolls these days, like really lifelike. What if yeah. you at what would it be ethical or moral, whatever you want to call it, to create uh, to ask for a custom sex doll and make you know provide all these pictures of this of let's just say a girl that you're in love with but she doesn't really like you and you get the pictures of her face. They literally make a perfect version of her and you're just like shagging it. Would that be right or wrong? I'd say that's very unethical. Although if it prevents violent sexual crimes, then that's another way of looking at it. If if it stops certain people from taking desires and thoughts further than just feelings, then... I just can't imagine a doll would satiate a... I mean, I feel like they'd get bored of the doll. I mean, if you're willing to actually make a sex doll that looks like exactly like someone then I think there's something wrong with the person who made it in the first place. It's like kind of doing the bidding of... Well, right. let's... I don't, we don't even need to talk about these... these. We could just talk about pe weird people in general. Like, there's creepy people out there that are, like, obsessed with people. And, yeah. um, you know, they might just do it just so they can have sex with it and, you know, imagine it's the girl or guy hmm. or guy. If it stops them from stalking or whatever... Then... But then what if they're going to do it anyway? What if they're not even stalking? They're just weird. Well, they're just looking at them on Instagram. And that. Had a doll of you and was like shagging it. Like that would be, like, or, like a version of you that can't say no or do anything back. Like, it just all kinds of weird. Like, and inevitably, when Skynet kind of rises, we're all fucked at that point. Because because everything will just copy what happened in a movie. Harry, because like. Harry, you've had, let's say, some kind of interesting fan stuff or 
Well, I want to say that you've you've said before that you know you get some interesting um kind of interest from. You're certain, taking a long certain, time to say this, Cam. You get <laughs> you get interest in Bro, certain ways from from fans, and that imagine mm. one of your fans in the if imagine like you become super famous. Imagine fans of yours could go out, like, order online a sex doll of you. Like, how would that make you feel? I don't know. If there's loads of people doing it, I might like it. Really? If, if you, you, like, fully knew? Yeah. yeah. So, you turn a girl down, and they're like, Oh, fuck you, I'm going to go home and shag you anyway, because they've got a doll of you. Like, I mean, it's like, oh, well, I'd rather you didn't. Kind of, like... Because I wouldn't shag you, but you're in some sense going to shag me anyway. Like, a doll that's basically me, but not with me in it. Mm. Like, I mean, that would kind of rub me the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, but... Because we're on. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I have to blow out that right, all those words I have to break. But, uh... Come. So, so, as an ego... As an ego thing, then you reckon that if you knew that, like, <gasps> if you were like one of those famous people in the UK, and people could go into like Ann Summers and buy a sex doll of you, then you'd be like, then you'd be super. You, well, you wouldn't be super happy, but you'd be kind of like, oh, I feel admired. I feel like, oh, kind of like a sexual icon. I think no. I think like at first it would be like, oh yeah, that's that's kind of like ego boosting that's cool but then after a while you'd be like ah okay this is a bit weird yeah because a tiktok went viral recently of this girl she basically did like all this silicon gel mold thing and like did a silicon made basically a dildo of a boyfriend's thing for like millions of viewers to see on tiktok like, do you think that's kind of unethical to the boyfriend? Like, not if he's cool with it. If he was, if he said, "Nah, don't do that," and she did it anyway, then yeah. But if he didn't care, then it's fine. But like, what if he becomes? What if they like separate, and she's really like still super into him? Like, that's kind of a bit. Well, that's something he should have thought about before he said it was okay to do. Perhaps. Yeah. Because if you. If you say okay to something and then circumstances change, you've got still got to live with the decision you made. So that's the same with anything. It's like people say, like I don't know, <clears throat> oh, you know, uh, <laughs> trying to think of an example. Like you, anything you did something, do you regret it now? Whereas because something has now changed. Like yeah. I don't know, you bought a different example, but you bought you were going out with a girl or a guy, whatever. And you bought them a present for their birthday, and then like a week later they broke up with you. It's like, do you regret buying them that now? Whereas like some might say yes, but at the same time it's like, well no, because like you didn't know at the time you it, you were doing what was fine. So then you just got to live with whatever happens after. Anyway. My my first girlfriend, she was really big into Baby Yoda. Yeah, I bought her a Baby Yoda thing, like a Baby Yoda toy, and. I saw her come up on Tinder the other day, and she still had she had that same Baby Yoda toy with her holding it as the first photo on her profile. How did you feel? A bit weird that like I bought that for her, and now she's kind of using that to get. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I mean, people, but it's fair enough. It's her thing. Yeah, though, it's isn't like it? if it's. it's her, if... It, you, she got given it. It's she can do what she wants with it, really, can't she? Yeah. Uh, and it's not. It's probably nothing. Like she's probably not doing it about you. She's no, probably doing she, it. Oh, that's a cool. Yeah. That's cool for the photo. You know what I mean? Um, it's like my ex girlfriend bought me a Nintendo Switch for Christmas a couple of years back. Yeah. Whenever it was that we had a Christmas together, and uh, you know I play. I carried on playing games on that. Up until very recently, I sold it now because I needed some more money. But you yeah. know, I was playing some games on it. You know, this year, and it's, I shouldn't feel bad for that because she bought for me at the end of the day, and she and I bought her things that I would I wouldn't care if she uh she uh, this is a good question, right? This this can spark a good question. Some people think, oh, when you know when I break up with a girlfriend, I think I should have all the things I bought for her back and stuff like that. 
But some people say that, some people don't. I never thought that. I always thought it doesn't matter whether you break up yeah. or not. If you bought something for someone, well, that's theirs now. And if they bought you something, well, that's yours now. It's like if it's someone you're not going out with, though, like if you've bought something, you've had something that is yours and you've made it something that's theirs. So it's, it's yeah. their thing now. Like... You've passed the ownership on. So. You know, you've once you give it to that person, your ownership over that thing is gone, no matter. But then what again, happens. if you give someone something under the pretense, something that is just wrong, like someone goes, "Oh, I haven't got a car. Can I borrow yours today?" or something like that, and then it turns out they do have a car, and like they just wanted to have your car. Like then that's a whole other thing. Like if they've lied to you to get the thing, <clears throat> yeah. Then I feel like that's a different thing. You can rightfully ask for that back. I but think. Like, I think there's kind of like. There's a, a fine balance to it. I think there's a spend limit to, like, asking for stuff back. Like, and how long you, you lot have been... How long you've been going out with someone. So, like, say you've only been going out, like, a couple of months with someone. If you spend over, like, 250 quid on a gift, then they should be able to have it back. But if, if you've gone out for, like... A, a year plus then I reckon the like limit should move up in like how much you spend on that person I know what you're saying I think the way I think about it and similar to what you're saying I suppose is like if if somebody uh, like let's say for example I'm going out with a girl I'm not but let's just say I am for the example let's say I'm going out with a girl and I really love her or like her a lot and I, I buy her this like I, let's say I have a lot of money and I think alright I'm going to buy... I know she really wants the new PS5. Yeah. <laughs> so I buy her a PS5 because she can't get one. She's like, oh my God, this is amazing, this is amazing. She plays it loads. But this whole time, she's been planning on breaking up with me in her head for a while now, but she hasn't told me. Mm. And we've only been out for however long, I don't know. So, well, it doesn't matter long or, or short. I think like, morally in that situation, well, they should want to give you it back. That's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to lead yeah. to. I was like, I think in that situation, knowing she's going to break up with me and then she does, I think it would be then fair fair to for the girl to say, okay, well, yeah, you can have this back because I already planned on it. But let's say the same thing happened. I bought the PS5, but she had no intention of breaking up with me. But let's say a month later... The, a lot of issues just came around and, and loads of stuff like that and it naturally we had to break up I wouldn't expect it back then because yeah. it was yeah. uh, it was like a product of it was after the fact wasn't it you know what I mean I feel like it depends how you see the person afterwards like if you been going out with someone and then you find out they've been like cheating on you just bought them something yeah like, also that's the same like, even well, if they were cheating on you then you, I think it was again under like false pretenses yes. because you didn't that's think true that's that, true yeah so I think at the end of the day it all depends on, on the situation and you have to just yeah. like gauge how, what is it like? I think if it if it was all good at the time, then there's no reason why you should have it back. But if there was something going on that you did or didn't know about, then yeah, maybe. Mm. But I think if you did know about it, but you still bought it for them anyway, mm. then you shouldn't have to be giving it back because you shouldn't have bought it for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's, yeah. there's another level to that of like, um, gifts in a relationship should not be like, kind of a way of making them feel morally obligated to like stay with you yeah of thing. like if things are going bad it's not a good idea to like buy someone gifts to try and like keep them in the relationship mm. i feel like a gift for any other reason other than to make someone else happy is like weirdly targeted in a sense like you're trying to like manipulate someone with like well i think that, obligations i think like, that comes from like a insecure like the person who's doing that would be sounds like they'd be very insecure mm. with themselves and with the relationship to think that they have to buy them loads of stuff for them to stay with them because if that's the case then it's probably not going well anyway the relationship is yeah. it you know what i mean and if someone's expecting you to buy them loads of stuff to stay around then that's also like because there's always going to be someone who can buy more stuff like you could go out with elon musk and he could just buy you anything but like yeah it depends on the uh, yeah i suppose like if you're like valuing yourself on how much you can buy someone you're always not going to have that much value because there's always going to be someone else nearby with more and you're putting the value on the items uh over the value of yourself like you're instead of it's like saying to the person you're with instead of valuing me value the things i get you you know what i mean which i guess is kind of what you said like i literally seen a video the other day it was like this girl 
and she's having a massive go at this guy because it was her birthday and he took her out to a restaurant and she just decided to bring 18 mates with her. And he goes, why didn't you pay for all my mates? And it's like, I don't care if it's your birthday. I'm not going to pay for, like, 20 people to get, like, food. Like, I'll yeah, pay for what she just said is she said, would it be it's not their birthday. if I bring my friends? And then he could have said, well, yeah. Or he could have said, well, I'll pay for you, but I'm not going to pay mm. for that. Not just, like, not say, yeah. Because mm. then it's kind of like, you knew he wouldn't be all right with it. That's why you didn't say. You say it's a 30 quid meal for each of them. That's, like, 20 people. Like... 20 people, is it, was it really that many people though? No, it was 18 people, it's That's him and his girlfriend as well. <clears throat> so like... It's gonna be hundreds. I mean, hundreds. what the fuck? And, it turns, and wherever you're going, might be an expensive restaurant. If it's, if it's our birthday, it's probably taking us somewhere quite nice. And I feel like people who expect that kind of thing aren't really there because they wouldn't want to do that for someone they like love. It, it's more like, a, let's see how much I can milk you for, like, just in general, yeah. You get as well. They don't last though. Those relationships. Mm. Yeah, you get as as well. Like where they last as long as the I guess. Yeah. And the other person can take the uh, use the using of them. I suppose. There's a lot of like at the end. You can't. You there's the whole asking for material things. You think you can't ask for all the like meals and drinks and stuff. You can't buy that. You can't get them back. You can't get any return on that, so like. Also, like your time I think it's well. gone like with a relationship. Wasted loads of time on someone who just fully wasn't worth, like, just who was like had completely different intent, and they were just actively wasting your time. Mm. Like, that's something in itself. Like you could have been doing more worthwhile shit. Yeah, I mean, from my experience, obviously, you know, as much of problems there was with me and my ex-girlfriend, she was not stingy at all. She actually, she spent a lot more money than I did with a lot of things. And when we would go out for meals, you know, sometimes I'd pay and then sometimes she would pay. And it was just like, a, it was like both, went both ways. And I think that's good with a relationship because it, you're, if you're open to spend on somebody you want to because you like them, you like to spend time with them and everything, it should be the other way as well. So if you're going to buy things for people loads, well, you know, you know, it's nice to. Well, okay, it's nice for the other person to do it as well. But at the same time, if you're if you're wanting to spend loads of money on a certain person, you shouldn't expect the other person to also want to because they might be in a different financial situation. But but you know, with the whole meals thing, it was just nice because like if we we would both decide, all right, yeah, we both want to go out, and then we just take it in turns to pay. I think that's what we did. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a nice thing, I think, when you spend money on each other in that way. But. Um, I don't really know where I'm going with this. I, I mean, I think, yeah, just my, my whole opinion on that from my own experience with the spending on people is um, don't do it if you think it's going to make the other person uncomfortable and don't do it if you worry, well, not worry, but don't do it if you're doing it just to use them or, you know what I mean? Do it, only spend and get spent on um, if you are confident that you guys are going really well in the relationship and you love yeah. like or like each other or love each other enough to uh, rel- um, responsibly spend money on each other, I feel like the only reason you should be doing stuff like that, like if there's any other reason, You're opening another vape. Oh my god, you are addicted. This man is opening another vape. The only reason you should be doing shit like that would be to make the other person happy. And if there's anything else, even. Yeah, there should be no motive. It should be just... Like, there should only be one reason you're doing it. And if there's anything else even nearby... To serve your time together. Yeah. Yeah. And that's... Spending money in a relationship is, is like... It's an uncomfortable topic. Um, Because with with my ex, obviously, she was working all the time when I was a uni student. So we try and keep it, like, um, as even as possible... She bought, we both, it did work out that we both spent the same amount of money, like, um, on each other, like, food-wise, etc. Yeah, 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 yeah. But obviously, like, in in a relationship like that, it's good faith that you kind of, you take into circumstance, like, you take in that other people's circumstances might not be the same, like, they might be at uni where you've got a job, etc., and if you're happy to like, you know, get get the bill that time or whatever, then it's in good faith. You know, you can't really expect them to stick around either way. Mm. It should all just be like good faith, or you know, we're happy for now. Know that the person who you're like with or like mates with or whatever cares about you enough to not try and screw you over. Yeah, like you should 
like have the faith that what they're doing isn't trying to get one over on you. It's just like they're just doing it in an innocent mindset. Mm. Well, I think yeah, like I, I think anything at the end of the day, if you're in a relationship, um, there needs to be that level of understanding. And whether it's the whole spending topic we just said or, or, or anything else, yeah, it comes from the understanding of the other person and stuff like that and of each other. And if you don't have that, then, uh, you know, lots of things in the relationship can go wrong. You know what I mean? Spending being one of them, but lots of other things as well. Just, be, you know, you have to understand what sort of person the other person is because if you, um, if you don't, then... You know, they could do things that you don't quite understand and, and, and you know, like, um, I'm just trying to think of that. I don't know. Like, let's say someone's got really bad anxiety and they go to a restaurant or, or, or anywhere, cinema, I don't know, anywhere. And uh, they're like, I can't do this. I can't do I feel really horrible. And they, they have to leave the room or something. If the other person doesn't quite understand, that might piss them off and cause an argument. Whereas if you're understanding, you get it, then you'll be a lot more sort of, oh, it's all right. Don't worry, sort of thing. I don't know really what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, the more you understand another person, yeah. the better your relationship. Even, even not even just romantic relationship, like even friendship or, or family or anything. Like, um, yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those things. It's a. It's, I feel like it sounds really complicated, but when you're like in that situation with like a mate or someone you're going out with, it's not as complicated because you know all the context of it you like you understand it way better when you're like in the mix mm. but hearing about it from like an outside perspective always sounds crazy like loads of stuff going on at the same time but like yeah mm. what do you mean elaborate on that so, so like <laughs> say you're like hearing about someone's situation they've got oh it's got this to worry about and this to worry about they paid last time oh yeah, like, yeah yeah everything like that it, some will be listening to it like oh my god there's so much going on mm. but then if you're actually part of it like in it like one of the factors of it like you understand it because you've lived through all the things that have made up all the variables mm. and it just doesn't seem as complex to you as it would to other people from the outside because you know all the context of the situation like yeah yeah I know what you mean yeah I get you Context goes a long way in like from inside and outside of perspectives because a lot of the time after breakups like stories will come out and like some the party in the wrong or whatever or whatever the way it's flipped there's always like some kind of con context left out I feel like yeah I was gonna ask you while I remember actually Dragon Dr Jason Dragon um. <clears throat> have, you, have you what have you been back to Brighton like since we last went to Bournemouth? Or um, no, I haven't been uh, to Brighton ages. I've got to get back down. I've been needing to go to Brighton. Yeah, because I was just I still haven't seen my new house. So I'm living in there. Yeah. I haven't been in there once. How, how long until you move in? September. Um, I'm going out in late August, so uh, I've got festivals to go to, stuff to do like that. The only reason I was asking is because I was going to ask you while we're on the topic of these relationships and things. You recently. Uh, you know, well, I don't know whether you're officially with this girl or whether you're like just seeing her. Well, I was just wondering, you know, how's it going with that? It's going decent. Is it? Talking a lot. Yeah. Kind of thing. Did you already yeah. know each other for a while or something? Um, not really. No. no. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were mates really like before or something. Yeah. No, I didn't really know. It's like mate of mate kind of thing. Mm. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know much else about that. Just haven't really been down to Brighton enough to really. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When's the last time you were down there? And when I moved out, mm. so it's been a long time. It's just so far from here to get to, like, mm. like five hours for me if I was driving down, like, really long. Yeah. And with the fuel prices right now, I refilled my tank the other day, 60 quid. Mm. Bear in mind, it's usually, like, 35 to 40. Mm. It's for the, just fill it insane. all the way up? Or? Uh, yeah. So I, if I was to go there and back, I'd probably have to fill it all the way up. Yeah. And um, with no income right now, it's just rough, like going all over the place mm. lately and like I'm just using it watching it go down <laughs> like, oh. yeah it's rough are you gonna get like a job while you're at uni in Brighton oh no definitely I'm gonna be like empty if I don't like mm. just get so, just to be busy as well yeah. I feel like it's like really important just to be busy because I found myself in the first year just kind of like 
hanging around and like you'll spend like whole days just on the couch watching tv and they'll be like i haven't done a thing today mm. and then you'll just have loads of energy that you haven't used and i'm thinking when i go back i'm going to try and like join more clubs and stuff like that like society stuff like that just to be like out of the house like meeting more people and stuff because that it's just like interesting doing mm. that kind of thing when you like meet new people stuff like that. you've got like a bigger web of people to like get in contact with so if you're bored you just you want to meet yeah i'll say that Obviously, I was a commuting student, and the best way to like meet new people is definitely societies, especially with like COVID, like classes were online, stuff like that. Like going to American football opened so many other doors with other societies where you do like, um, what was it like a mix? Not they call it a mi- not really a mixer, but like a a social with a different society, and then you meet people from that society, etc. And then you'll be like, oh, they're actually in my class or whatever. And it, like, mm. opens quite a few doors. I always felt a bit bad for you with the uni, because I remember when you started, it was, like, during the corona, and you didn't really get to go in, did you? And then... Yeah, so we... Uh, the way it worked with me is, like, we had September, like, October, the winter months, and then just as it was becoming, like... Because it was, like... February on it. it was after February, early March when Corona kicks in, mm. which like so March a few months in is yeah. like the main season for like being on <coughs> campus, like summer on basketball campus when it's sunny on basketball campus is just beautiful, and we completely missed that, and I didn't get any of that until third year. So. Yeah, and I was gonna say is also I I mean it might not have bothered you but. You know, you stayed at home, didn't you, with your parents? So you didn't really get that sort of, um, you know, moving out and living with like other students sort of experience, did you? What, what? How do you feel about that? Do you wish you did, or do you not really care? It was a, it was a bit peak, but I think in like hindsight, like really, what would I have been doing? I would there wouldn't have been like clubs or anything open. Mm. I would have been sat in like some dodgy student property with like mold growing on the wall. <laughs> you do and, hear like, some of these stories of halls during like lockdown being just a nightmare like i knew well i didn't know him but like i met a guy in brighton who was telling me he joined like in lockdown first year lockdown second year and like you can't really go and meet people in other flats and, and that's like half of it like so you can go out yeah going out all right but one of the main things about living in halls in uni is just going to flat parties and stuff like that or just going to flats to do certain things and meeting new people and stuff like that and during lockdown you just couldn't because you get like corona and be fucked basically yeah well Obviously, I never went to uni, but I've had a lot of experience of going to different people's unis and stuff. And in literally in 2020, like during the main part of it, um, you know, you could still go out and go to bars and stuff. But it was during the 10, what was it, 10 p.m. curfew thing. So everything would close at 10. So we're in London. Um, and it, well, it's just one of those things where I went, on, went to London to see Jack and Emmanuel on that. And then I went on a date with this girl in the day. And then later on, me, Jack and Emmanuel, we met up again with her and her mate and we had some drinks and obviously it shut at 10. Um, they just went back home because they lived, They were in uh, Surrey, I think, which is like on the train, it's like what, like 20 minutes or something from London, I think it is, something like that. Um, something like that. And um, we went to this part, this, we were gonna go to this party after because Jack was still in the halls at that point and he was like, yeah, like we're not allowed to let you in, but if you sneak in, so what we did was, we we bought. You got a call. One moment. It's my mother. Please. Do you want to answer? No, I'm alright. Okay. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, we we bought some Thatcher's gulls. Me and Emmanuel and Jack. And then what we did, he said, he said, just follow us in and just look like you're meant to be here. So we just walk in. There's a little security guy. Just go, all right. And he goes, and he goes, oh yeah, you're right. And then we just walked straight past, going to lift, and he didn't even question it. And then we went into Jack's room sorted ourselves out and then we went across the hall to, we knocked on the door and they weren't meant to be doing this but they were just doing it anyway and we just went into their kitchen where they were all sat playing music, having drinks, like the shared kitchen of that whole sort of location. Met a load of people, it was really good, had like a proper like party, it was really good. And um, I did that also in Bath Spa actually in 2020. Before, I, you were probably going there at that point. Yeah, I was, I remember you messaged, you were like, oh, you guys. Yeah, I, I knew, I knew, I think I met a load of people that like, were like the year below you, like they came a year after you or something. Um, so there's a load of people I used to go to like a few parties with them and stuff. And like, again, you're not meant to, 
but like it would it would be able to just happen anyway and then if a security person come they'd say oh just keep it down make sure you're not you're not getting too many people and then they just let it happen anyway so to answer like the, the thing we're talking about i think what it is is with the whole halls it's like during the corona thing it's like you 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 weren't meant to but like it would happen anyway you know what i mean mm. from what i saw but obviously now obviously it's back to normal so like people who are doing that going in this year will obviously just have the normal experience luckily for them yeah mm. yeah anyway we've been going for literally an hour again so should we just wrap it up because sure yeah, yeah. is there anything any closing words anything else you guys wanted to kind of mention before we finish all right well that's all right then thanks guys for watching this episode of good night breeze podcast it was really enjoyable um say say subscribe subscribe say hit the notification bell hit the notification bell press that like button leave a comment don't press the like button leave a comment below and also you know rate on spotify uh, it was really enjoyable with you guys today, and Cameron, I'll never see you the same after what happened at the beginning of the episode, but I think in time I can forgive you, and I can be, we, I mean, me and Dragon, we can be uncle. No, no, no. She just fired his face. That is disgusting. Do you know I'll probably pick up on him on his mic. Alright, well that's down bad, so we'll end it there. See you in a bit.